time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ, and the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed here to a Monday night edition of the Knock on Sports. Hope you guys have had a great weekend and a great Monday as well. Kicking things off here with a bang here on a Monday on the Knock on Sports. Lots to discuss, lots to break down, and we are going to take a look at it because we are down to the halfway point of the Class AA basketball season and roughly through the halfway point of the entire high school basketball season. First off, I want to say congratulations to Whitefish and all of our speech and debate teams that placed this past weekend doing something they don't normally do, which is completely virtual season. Obviously, uh, what I think is, is that I'd like to see them go back to their normal format, but at the same time, it wouldn't be too bad to incorporate some virtual stuff uh, going forward as well. Now, again, I'm just saying, once we get back to some normalcy here, go back to the normal stuff, but the virtual speech and debate uh, sessions have been quite interesting from what I've heard. And so again, uh, best of luck, or sorry, I should say congratulations to everyone uh, that competed this past weekend. So again, congratulations uh, to the speech and debate teams across Northwest Montana, as we do have some teams that from here locally grab some championship hardware. Oh, so like I said, uh, we're halfway through the Class AA basketball season. Uh, we'll get to my conference power rankings here in just a little bit, but I do want to kick things off. I do know that a petition is going on around. Uh, parents have signed it. I know they're getting a lot of signatures. I don't know where the signatures are at at this particular point, but I do know this petition is out, and this petition is in regards to the fact that the AA is not looking to go for a state tournament this year for Class AA basketball. Originally, had the pandemic not happened, we'd be having the state tournament in Great Falls and the divisional tournament would be in Butte this year. Now, I will say this. I don't know. Like I said, the petition, it's fine. I think the parents are exercising their right to, uh, you know, at least let their voices be heard and their and their discontent be heard by the ADs. Um whether or not I agree with it, listen, I, I want to see a state tournament. I, the fact that the A's, the B's, and the C's are going to do it, I think adds an interesting wrinkle to this because all those three classifications are doing it in AA cities. It'd be one thing if the A's, the B's, and the C's weren't doing these in AA cities because the main concern has been throughout the pandemic when we talk about high school sports is the AA cities. We know AA canceled their non-conference games. We know the AA wanted to push the season back and all of those types of things. So if it if the other classifications weren't doing these in AA cities, then I think, okay, then the AA's got a foot to stand on here. And again, I'm not putting any blame on the ADs. I understand where they're coming from, and I also understand where the parents are coming from. But again, it doesn't exactly have a good look when the three classifications that are smaller than them are bringing their teams to a state tournament in those cities. Now, again, I think one of the problems is availability. I don't think Missoula will host it. I don't think Helena will host it. So then that only leaves Great Falls and that only leaves Kalispell as two other options for a state tournament for the AA because the A's, the B's, and the C's are in Billings, Bozeman, and Butte. So those venues are not available unless you move the AA season back a week or you move it up or something of that nature. I don't know if they're going to do that. Again, what I was hoping for, and I'm hoping this still may happen, I am hoping that by the time we get to halfway through February, that we will have the numbers down enough to maybe 
at least have the ADs reconsider their position and take a look and see, okay, how can we do this? Again, this doing a state tournament during this time is obviously very difficult. You'd rather err on the side of caution. I completely agree with that, but I think there is a way to do this because at the same time too, I mean, we know this in double A, there's only really one, there's only two tournaments and they're all postseason tournaments. All right, there, there is no, and I know the A's, the B's, and the C's, they, they usually have a preseason tournament themselves, so they at least get to experience tournaments a little bit more. Obviously, that was taken away, but they still have their state tournament, so they are going to still get that tournament atmosphere. And when you talk about basketball, everyone, everyone enjoys. I have not heard a bad word said about the tournament atmosphere, whether it be a divisional tournament or whether it be a state tournament. And it would just be unfortunate for a lot of teams because you're talking about getting the opportunity where you're talking about, at least in the double A, the top eight teams meeting up. And you're talking about double elimination. You're talking about playing back or you're talking about advancing. And we got some great teams that could potentially do some damage in the postseason. Now, again, I'm not saying that we got to do a divisional tournament and a state tournament. I would be okay with going back to what the rules were 2016-2017. But again, I don't know if the ADs are going to do that. I would be okay with having only a state tournament. If we did the playoffs like we did a couple of years ago, top two seeds get an automatic berth. Then you're talking about the seven and the eight seed play, and then they play the three seed. And then you're talking about the four and the five seed. They play whoever wins goes to the state tournament. I'd be okay with that. If you want to take a week off and you wanted uh, to wait a week and, and, and do everything that they need to for the state tournament, then I'd be okay with that as well, taking a week off beforehand. So, like I said, I, I get where the parents are, their frustration is. I get where the, where the ADs are coming from and thinking as well. Again, I have said this throughout the pandemic. I said, if you're going to try and do these things, it's going to take unusual solutions. It's going to take some creativity and it's going to take some discussion and it's going to take some time to figure out what's the best way to do it. There is a path. What that path exactly looks like, I don't know. I'm not an administrator. I'm not an AD for any of these AA high schools. But I think there can be something done in some form or fashion to compromise and to try and do this safely uh, for one thing. So, again, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted here in the Knock On Sports. But, again, I don't know if uh, the ADs are going to change their mind. We'll see if they do. I hope they will just because I'm hoping that they were going to do so in February anyway. Give give it a chance to see the numbers uh, go down. If they do, then great. If not, then we'll see what happens, and they obviously have to make a decision. But, uh, again, it just stinks for these seniors, especially you're talking about good teams. I mean, I know last year the, there's some teams that obviously made the state tournament, so some of these kids um, have already had the experience of a tournament. But for some others – um, that potentially could lose out on that one chance to be a state tournament team. And so, uh, like I said, it will be interesting to see what the ADs do, but ultimately uh, we just have to hope that the numbers go down and they continue to go down at a high rate. Uh, joining us tonight on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline and joining us inside the Whitefish Credit Union Studios here on the Knockout Sports, we will chat with Mark Harkins, the head coach of the Glacier Wolfpack. Uh, they've had their game affected because of COVID. Uh, their game against Big Sky is postponed. I am waiting to confirm whether or not that means the Flatted Braves game on Thursday is postponed as well and have to be made up. I would think so, considering the fact the last time we saw this, which was the Flatted Brave Vets and the Glacier Lady Wolfpack were affected. 
they didn't play, so I'd have to imagine that more than likely that Flathead's probably not going to be playing Big Sky this Thursday. So their game will probably be Saturday against Sentinel. So they'll have an entire week to game plan against the Spartans potentially. Um, but again, waiting for confirmation on that. But again, my leading thought is as chances are Flathead probably doesn't play Big Sky this Thursday. So we'll chat with Mark Harkins about that, and we will also chat with Craig Haley from FCS Stats and Perform Stats as we talk about uh, the FCS and the changing landscape. We'll also talk about Super Bowl 55 as well and get his thoughts on the Montana State head coaching search. So those are the guests tonight here on the Knock on Sports. Let's jump into my AA class or my class AA power rankings. Boy, Mark, it's already Monday. You can tell I'm having a little difficulty here. <laughs> it can only go up from here. In terms of the Class AA power rankings on the girls' side, uh, we've got some movement. When I look at uh, number eight, it's going to be the Butte Bulldogs, who suffered a tough loss last Thursday to Big Sky. Big Sky picked up its first win in quite a while. Butte has to rely on its shooting. Unfortunately for them, they just don't have a lot of size. So, again, if their shooting's off, it makes for a long day. And for Butte, they also fell to Sentinel on Saturday. So, right now, this team is 1-7 on the season. And so, again, Butte is uh, they're the number eight team right now. I have to push Big Sky up to number seven. They grabbed a win. Again, Butte beat Big Sky to start the season. Big Sky picking up this win against Butte. Uh, you got to give Big Sky a ton of credit. They're coming off their first win. Good for Coach Featherman in the program. Uh, right now, it's a race between those two to see who stays out of the seven or eight spot. Butte still needs to play flathead. And Big Sky, again, has the Bravettes on Thursday. Another big win, another big game, I should say, for the flathead Bravettes, a game that they can really not afford to drop uh, so a game that they need to take care of business on Thursday night we'll have that game for you right here on 600 KGEZ uh, number six that's where the flight of brave vets come in they are one in five the Braves have shown some real improvement last week again they gave capital a fight in the first quarter they really gave them a fight in the se- uh, second quarter as well but capital eventually uh, started pacing themselves away from the brave vets Flatter was able to hang right with Helena. Uh, Helena High was able to get on a run, it sounds like, in the second half. So that's where Helena was able to separate themselves. But again, Flatter really showing some improvement against two really good teams. And that's good to see for Coach Sam Tudor. Number five, the Helena High Bengals. Again, a tough team, uh, very much in the mix. And when I look at these next three spots and these next three teams, you can easily make a case for each one of them and each particular slot here between five, uh, four, and three. You can make an argument for which team to be in the three spot, be in the four spot, be in the five spot. I'll explain why here in a little bit. But I've got Helena High here at the number five spot. Glacier, well, the Wolfpack took care of business last week. They did beat uh, Helena on Thursday, but fell to Capital. Again, falling to the Capital Lady Bruins, the co-defending state champions. Uh, nothing to shake your head at or put your head down about uh, because, again, that is a tough team, and Glacier hung with them. They had a lead against Capital at a couple different points in that game. And so Glacier here, my number four team, uh, they will get ready for Big Sky tomorrow night, and then they will take on Sentinel on Thursday. So Coach Manicram and the Wolfpack, are going to have to uh, get a quick turnaround and uh, really get things rolling uh, tomorrow against Big Sky. And then obviously they want to, again, when I talk about the, those matchups, this is a big game for for Glacier when it comes to Sentinel. They want to get revenge. They want to be able to win on their home court because that's going to be a big one as well. You want to be able to split that season series. And we talked to Coach Amanda Cram about that game. She knows that her team didn't quite get off the bus the way she wanted to. They're hoping that'll be different this time around. And again, if Glacier wants to get one of those higher seeds and be able to host a playoff game at this point, 
they got to try and handle business against the Lady Spartans this upcoming Thursday. But obviously can't get, can't get too far ahead with Big Sky tomorrow night. Uh, number three is Sentinel. I know they have a loss to Helena, so why are they above? Honestly, you can make a case for either Helena, Glacier, or Sentinel in this spot. Sentinel beat Glacier, Helena beat Sentinel, and Glacier beat Helena. I'm going with Sentinel because for right now, this team has played better, and they have a really interesting matchup with Glacier on Thursday. So like I said, you could make a case for those three teams to be three, four, and five because uh, each one of them is beat up on each other. There's no clear favorite ahead of here, and that's why those matchups between those three as we get into the second half of conference play is going to be really, really crucial because I think those games are going to be able to separate because say if Glacier can go 2-0 and against Sentinel and Helena again, then that really separates them. That throws Glacier into that number three spot. Um, you go 1-1 one and one potentially. You might find yourself at number four. You might find yourself at number five. Who knows? But like I said, if Glacier can handle their business, and I think they can because obviously they've been a very tough team all season long, this game Thursday is going to be a big one for Coach Cram and the Lady Wolfpack. Number two is Capital. Again, this is a tough team. No question about it. They live up to the billing. You look at Mara McGinley. You look at the Barch Twins. They did a lot of damage to the Kalispell schools last week. Mara McGinley in particular, she was able to hit some threes. I think she hit six, uh, I believe, Thursday night. Again, she is just a very, very good three-point shooter. Very dangerous. You can't let her open. You can't give her any easy looks, and uh, or she'll make you pay. So Capital, very, very good. Um, also, Hellgate, the number one team, they handled their business last week, beating Big Sky and Sentinel. So no question there, they remain the number one team. Uh, but they do have a very interesting matchup. Capital and Hellgate play this Thursday, and so we'll see how that matchup plays out. Um, again, this is potentially a game that decides the number one spot because what happens if you do drop one game, uh, if Hellgate does drop one game? Now you got a split between Capital and Hellgate. Now you're possibly going to tiebreakers uh, unless somebody else knocks off Capital or Hellgate in the second half of the season. So, uh, like I said, uh, very fun, very interesting to see what happens. I don't think the way the the way my power rankings look now will be the same by the time we get to the end of the season, but we'll see what happens. Again, number eight, Butte. Number seven, Big Sky. Number six, Flathead. Number five, Helena. Number four, Glacier. Number three, Sentinel. Number two, Capital. And number one, Hellgate. Looking on the boys' side, again, a ton of movement on the boys' side here in my Western AA Conference Power Rankings. Number eight is Helena. They're 0-7. This team has good defense, but again, a team that just doesn't have enough offense. The Big Sky Eagles come in at number seven, two and five. The record may not show the progress, but this team could change things rather quickly. Obviously, I don't think we're going to get that opportunity this week because Big Sky, again, had those postponed games for tomorrow against Glacier on the boys' side. So, uh, we'll don't know yet what time those games will be made up. We'll let you know here on the Knock On Sports. But right now, Big Sky, number seven. I'm going to push Butte to number six as well. Uh, Butte right now, three and four. The Bulldogs have played much better since a few weeks ago. But again, and I'll explain why they're number six right now. But number five is Glacier. I'm giving Glacier a ton of credit because of what they were able to do this past weekend. Not easy to get a win in Helena and not easy to take down a good Capital Bruins basketball team, even even though it's on your home floor. So again, a ton of credit to the Glacier Wolfpack because it was not looking good after that Crosstown game. Only one win, and right now what they have done here is, is all of a sudden, in a two-game swing, 
They're three and four, and they're right in the mix of this thing very easily. And so the the crazy part is, is you talk about, you know, if you finish against Big Sky, you finish against Sentinel, this is a totally different animal here. All of a sudden, Glacier's looking very different. But again, a ton of credit for what they were able to do this past weekend, going 2-0. That's huge. That changes the direction for them. They're playing pretty good basketball. And again, this is a team that's going to be looking to get into their stride here in the second half. So again, that's why I have Glacier above Butte. For one, Glacier's already beaten Butte, and Glacier took down capital as well again that's a big win for the wolf pack number four i have flathead here at four and three the braves took one on the chin last thursday but did bounce back against helena this team is still in the middle of the pack with a big test this saturday against sentinel number three is capital the bruins looked as if they were going to have a firm grasp of the number three spot they still have it but now it still looks like from three to seven it's anybody's game only two games separate the number seven seed and the number three seed. The Bruins' Braden Cook is banged up, so it will be interesting going forward to see how that affects the Bruins. We'll see if he can get healthy. Uh, but either way, like I said, had had Capital beat Glacier on Saturday, then I would say firmly, okay, Capital is your number three team. But because they didn't, like I said, now we're all we're talking about one game separating teams. We're talking about Flathead and Capital, four and three. We're talking about Butte and Glacier sitting at three and four. One game separates these teams. You're talking about Big Sky, only two games behind Capital right now. And as I just mentioned, we've seen what a two-game turnaround can do for a basketball team. So anything can happen. Three through seven is going to be fun to see how it all plays out. Again, as I said, with the uh, girls' side, I think with the boys' side, my power rankings are not going to be the same uh, when by the time we get to the end of the year. So uh, Capital, again, very tough team, and uh, we'll see how they rebound as they get ready for this week. they got a tough test, obviously, as uh, they'll take on Hellgate later this week. Number two is the Hellgate Knights. They stay there. Uh, they've only lost for the second time. They're gonna t- they lost to Sentinel last week, first time in quite some time. Again, they lost to the number one team. Uh, Flathead's been the only other team that knocks them off. We'll see what happens this week. But again, you got to give Hellgate their due. They play great defense. That hasn't changed under Coach Jeff Hayes. And offensively, this team may be looking to try and find their stride here going forward. Again, you can't count out what Josh Wade and Beckett Arthur and company can do for that basketball team. They are still very, very dangerous are the Hellgate Knights. And number one, Sentinel Spartans. Alex Germer, Tony Froelich Fair, Hayden Kolb and company continue to do what they do. They've handled the expectations of being the top team in the West and they've won every basketball game. And so again, it's going to be taking somebody to knock them off, whether it be this weekend or the following weeks, to move them off the number one spot. Again, we'll see what happens. Again, I don't think Sentinel is the kind of team that we saw with Hellgate last year where they're going to run away with this thing. Uh, I think everyone's going to continue to give them their best shot, and uh, I think we're still going to see some close games down the stretch. So, again, Sentinel very, very talented. And, again, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And so far, nobody's beaten Sentinel. We'll see if that changes over the course of the next couple of weeks. Again, my – Top eight power rankings for Western Boys uh, Conference Basketball. Number eight, Helena. Number seven, Big Sky. Number six, Butte. Number five, Glacier. Number four, Flathead. Number three, Capital. Number two, Hellgate. Number one, Sentinel. All right, that's going to do it for us here on our Western AA Conference Power Rankings. Coming up next, we chat with Mark Harkins, the head coach of the Glacier Wolfpack. We'll get his thoughts on the postponement between Big Sky and Glacier, and we'll talk about getting ready for Sentinel later this week. That's all next here on the Knock on Sports. <laughs> 